Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Strange Crew Productions podcast for Tuesday, February 7, 2023. From the Jedi Archives, this is JC the Blind Jedi, and welcome back to the uh, Tuesday podcast episode. Uh, today's episode, as promised, I'm going to go over the movie Wakanda Forever. Uh, this is a this is a completely spoiler heavy uh, review. So if you do not want to know what happens in the movie, if you if you just want to get the gist of it, go ahead and listen. But if you want to actually watch the movie, be surprised. If you have not seen it yet, please go and check it out. Okay, Wakanda Forever has just shown up on Disney Plus. Uh, it, it, it came out what February first. Uh, I coincidentally to coincide with Black History Month, so it it is it's doing really really well. I've watched it like three or four times already. It's an excellent movie, uh, really really worth it. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and go over uh, all the spoilers, give away just about everything to do a whole review of the movie, and uh, I will do a big commentary on exactly what it is that is the problem uh, afterwards. So, or why this this movie is so controversial. Alrighty, so uh, first off, it's a great Tuesday morning out there. It's a little bit after eight in the morning. Uh, it looks great outside. Um, yesterday, Monday, it got over, it, it got over 60 degrees. Uh, it's already uh, creeping up over 40 degrees as I look at the, uh, yeah, it's 38, 39 degrees and sunny right now. So it's looking to be another, what, uh, 50 plus uh, degree day here in February. Now, I know on February 2nd, uh, when the Ponxatani Phil had seen his shadow, and so we had six more weeks of winter. Um, I don't know if anybody understands how that works, but that also coincides with uh, March, what, that's, March 15th through the 21st. Uh, March 21st is the first official day of the spring solstice. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, regardless of whether Ponxatani Phil saw it, uh, winter is over in, in, in the end of March, in, in the middle of March. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but regardless of whether he saw his, his, his whether or not he saw his, uh, his shadow or not, uh, the weather's been great. So go out there, enjoy the nice weather. Um, the motorcycles, there's a motorcycle club down the road from where we live. They've been all over the place. They've been blaring their music and having a good old time and really enjoying themselves. And uh, like I said, uh, I've got the dogs out all day. I'm enjoying the, the nicer weather because it's, it's just nicer to be out than sitting inside the house all day. I hate it when it's, when it's all cold and it's all dreary out and I'm sitting there uh, watching a lot of TV and playing a lot of video games. So I'm really enjoying the, the nicer weather. Uh, get out there and, and enjoy it. Um, let's see here. Real quickly, we'll catch up on the Bad Batch um, for on the Star Wars. Uh, the Bad Batch just had a uh, just had uh, something from the old Clone Wars uh, TV show. They brought back uh, the Jedi Wookiee Gungi. Uh, and he was fighting with the green lightsaber. It was an awesome ep episode. They took him back to Kashyyyk. Um, go check out that episode. It's it's really, really fun. The Bad Batch, uh, I believe it's episode six. Last episode, they had the Mech Warrior thing, uh, treasure map. That was kind of dumb. That was, a, that, was a, that was a cheesy filler episode. Anyway, we will get back to everything else that's going on Disney Plus. And that has to do with Wakanda Forever. Now, once again, this is going to be 
I'm going to spoil the entire movie. I'm going to go over uh, everything from beginning to end. So this is your last chance right now. If you want to go and watch the movie beforehand, uh, I suggest you go ahead and press uh, stop right now. Go watch the movie if you want to be surprised by everything that happens. Uh, the movie is awesome. The movie is awesome. And if you want to be surprised by it, go watch it. Otherwise, uh, if you just want to hear what's going to happen in the movie so that you have the gist of it and you you're a little bit more informed in your conversations, then by all means, go right ahead. All right. So here we go. So Wakanda Forever is, wow, this is the second movie. Uh, you do have to watch the original Black Panther uh, before you watch Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Not necessarily, but you do need to know the old the story from the first movie. Uh, in order to get the adjust of what's going on in the second movie. Uh, now, the first movie opens up with Shuri, uh, T'Challa's sister, who we met in the first movie. She is praying that she can uh, figure out a way to help her brother who is who is dying. Uh, he's, he's suffering from a, an illness. His heart rate is, is, is they're recording, or as they're playing it, um, uh, Shuri's uh, AI voice, which is played by Trevor Noah. Love it. Uh, I, I knew at the moment I heard it, I was like, oh, that's Trevor Noah doing the voice of uh, of her of her computer uh, AI or artificial intelligence computer voice. So it, she's sitting there talking to him. He's telling him what the heart rate is. And then Angela Bassett comes in and she's trying to recreate. Uh, Shuri is trying to recreate the heart-shaped curve. And that is really a big focus of the movie because if you remember from the original Black Panther movie, Killmonger had burnt all the heart-shaped herbs, and the heart-shaped herb is what they ground up and they made into the potion that they drank, and that's what created the Black Panther. So there was no more Black Panthers. They used the last heart-shaped herb that they stole before it got burned away to make T'Challa in the last movie, so they did not have any more. And that is really the big, big problem here. And like I said, this becomes so she's trying to synthetically create some in her lab. It's not going well at all. Uh, she's getting about 29% correct. And anyway, uh, she goes to create some. Uh, she, she, she grabs an herb. And next thing you know, Angela Bassett, the queen, shows up and says, your brother has passed. And we have a nice, big, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful funeral ceremony. Uh, they, uh, they really did both Chadwick Boseman and the Black Panther legend here really, really solid. Um, the whole funeral ceremony was 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 very well done. Uh, it's 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 really a beautiful scene. And then they have him. Uh, they have the casket raised up in the air using the Wakanda levitation technology into the ship, and he and they fly off. And that's it. And the story really has to go on from there. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a couple things. Number one, uh, without Chadwick Boseman in the story, um, we, we know how the line of secession goes. Okay, so um, Angela Bassett is now the queen, but there is no more male Black Panther because there is no more herb. Hence, there is no more Black Panther. There is no more Protector. Uh, so, the Queen is uh, at, uh, you see Angela Bassett, who, by the way, has been nominated for an, an Oscar for her as a Best Supporting Actress in, in a movie role for this role. I mean, just 
absolutely awesome. She does a, uh, an incredible job. So the next scene is is she is at the uh, the United Nations building in Geneva, Switzerland, and the U.S. and France are pressuring her. They're like, "Look, you guys said you were gonna you're gonna share your Wakandan uh, technology." Uh, specifically vibranium technology, and you haven't shared it, and why haven't you shared it, we think you're holding out. And Angela Bassett comes out, and she's like, look, she's like, I know you guys, we, we promised we'd share out with you guys, but we know exactly what you want. You want weapons of mass destruction, and you want, and we know that vibranium is the most powerful weapon on Earth. It can't be uh, the metal can't be detected by by any type of uh, metal detector. It's it, it's it's practically invulnerable in 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 the world, and that it could create uh, uh, it can create all this powerful destructive force. So it's really uh, like a weapon of mass destruction, and it it's really really powerful. Angel Master goes, look, you're not getting this technology. Uh, we know what you want to do with it, how you want to be how you want to be with it. And no, and at the very same time, uh, there's a bunch of U.S. SEAL, uh, uh, what would you call it, like the SEAL team. They're going in and they go to the Wakanda, they go at like one of the re, uh, outreach facilities and they're trying to steal some vibranium and they get stopped by the Dormelage. And the Dormelage are those, are it, it's led by, uh, <laughs> is led by a Koye who's, uh, She's uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead uh, is where everyone, Danai uh, Guerra, I believe is how you say her name. Anyway, she, they're all these these incredibly, they're these shaved head black women, and they're all just incredibly built. Uh, they're in these these cool looking red and gold uniforms, and they're fighting off the, the all the all the SEAL team. They're they're cutting off their weapons, they're beating them all, and everything like that. And they've got the They've got the spears and everything like that. And it's a great, great fight scene. And they bring them all in alive. And they're like, look, don't do this again. If you guys try to steal our very brain name, we'll consider it an act of aggression. Don't do this. Uh, you know, we understand we are the most powerful wor world. We are the most powerful nation in the world because we have vibranium. Uh, and that, and you're like, you're not going to get it from us. You're more than welcome to try it anywhere else in this world to find it and bam now we're on to the next part of the story let's introduce uh let's let's introduce uh namor okay so they are in the middle of the ocean obviously and they've got this machine that detects vibranium and they go down and they're send they send a dive team down to look and see where the where the vibranium is uh, so they go. They send this uh, this dive team to go down to the bottom of the ocean, and they go and they see the uh, the drill, uh, and it's the drill's all tore up, and you can see the vibranium shining out from underneath the rock and everything like that. And there's this machine that's detecting. It's a big, huge machine. Uh, let's call it about the size of like 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 an SUV, maybe a maybe a small uh, maybe a small bus. And it's it's showing how to make this. Uh, it's showing how to detect vibranium. Anyway, they find the uh, dive team says, "Oh yeah, this is this is it. We think we've got it." And next thing you know, uh, the dive team's vanished. They're completely gone. Um, the uh, rig upstairs is, is under attack. Um, it's full of, of army. It's full of army and FBI guys and everything like that. 
and all of a sudden you see the you see the Atlanteans, I guess would be the best way to put it. They're swimming up uh, and the women are singing a siren song and they're calling the men and the men are all just jumping off of the, they're jumping off in, uh, off of the boats or off of the oil rig, the, the drill rig, and they're diving off into the water into their deaths. Okay. And next thing you know, I, and the, the FBI people that are, are watching the mission they were they're inside they see what everybody's doing they put earplugs in they start going out uh and you, you see them all and now they're running around they're like we're under attack we're under attack it's the wakandans they're coming after the vibranium and they, they try to make it up to the top of the oil rig where there is a helicopter and uh they're running upstairs and next thing you know that's when you start seeing the atlanteans and they are just they're fast <laughs> let's face it they are they're, they're running like that and they are it's when you see them you know exactly what this is these are i mean they're running exactly like the way the aztec jaguars are uh, which if you don't know the aztec jaguars was a was the warrior section of the aztec tribe they would they were the ones that literally went out hunted the other uh mexican uh, or tribes in, in, in the central, in the central, Mex in the central, uh, in North American region, they would hunt the other tribes to sacrifice them. That's what the Jaguars were. Anyway, you see them just chasing after the FBI. Just, they're putting bullets in them left and right. And of course, nothing is, is they're, they're able to withstand most of the bullets. And, uh, most of them have uh, armor covered in them and stuff like that. Uh, most of them have just pieces of, of vibranium armor. Um, interwoven in, into their uh into the jewelry so they're pretty much invulnerable and they the last one makes it up there up to the uh, the last fbi jim makes it up to the helicopter she jumps in they fly off and they're, they're they get away from all the atlanteans and then next thing you know something grabs them while they're in the air flings them back into the water and they all drown everybody's dead everybody's dead and that's it and <clears throat> The story basically centers around Shuri. Uh, she is distraught, but does not know how to grieve. And because she is a scientist, she is more she is more apt to believe the science of, of life and death than the spiritual aspect of it. Which the spiritual aspect of it, when you take the herb, is a is a very very important part of how things work. So it, it's 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 so uh when t'challa took the herb he sees his, his father and he sees the ancestors he sees the ancestors and things of that nature so it is a very spiritual thing when you take the herb uh but she doesn't believe in all the things so she doesn't believe in a lot of these ceremonies and situations so she doesn't know how to mourn her brother uh and her and her mother are talking and that's when we first see namor and <sighs> I forget who I, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to try to say everybody's name right now because all these names, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to lie. My, <laughs> I was raised on English. I was raised on, uh, on American English. So my Spanish is horrible and my, uh, and trying to speak any other language without understanding the, the phonetics of it would, would be an insult. So I won't. So I'll just give you, uh, so they introduced Namor. Uh, he comes out of the water. He tells him, "Look, uh, the U.S. Uh, there are people looking for 
Vibranium. We know we have it. We know you have it. If you guys want to be together, we'll team up and we'll be and 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 we'll fight the world. Otherwise, you know, don't tell anybody about us. Don't we'll be I'll be back and let me know what happens. He goes, You see this machine right here? He goes, This machine detects vibranium. A scientist build this. Bring us this scientist, and we'll kill that scientist. And there won't be any further incident between you, uh, between Wakanda and what I believe is called Talokan, which is the underwater kingdom of Namor and the Atlanteans. So, which is awesome. So, I guess we could stop calling them Atlanteans and, and start calling them Talokans now. Uh, the show, the movie really, really divulges into a lot of political back, back and forth. Um, so we'll skip forward because we're we're gonna go through a lot of it here. Uh, essentially, the scientist ends up being uh, Ironheart, which is Riri Williams, uh, and she does a really cool. Uh, they have a whole section with her. Uh, the uh, the Talokans, uh they kidnap uh, Shuri. Shuri has this big talk with Namor, and they decide what they're going to do and whether or not. And the queen, uh, Angela Bassett, she contacts uh, what's her, Nakia, who was the spy from the first uh, Black Panther movie. Uh, uh, it was T'Challa's uh, love interest. Um, and she goes and she finds Shuri. She finds her underwater, uh, pulls her out. It's considered an act of war because she shoots a couple of people. And so now the uh, the Talokans of Namor declare war on Wakanda, and that what Wakanda or what the Ryan Coogler does in these movies and these big huge warring scenes, these these big huge war and peace. Uh, uh, what other movies does it? The Phantom Menace between the uh, between the Gungans and the robots uh, between the droids. Um, what other ones are any Lord of the Rings between the between the Orokai and the humans and everything? I mean, just these big, huge, massive uh, warrior battles before before gunpowder. So I mean, it's it, it's really really awesome. Uh, the the uh, Talokans invade Wakanda. They they start uh, they start flooding the area. They kill the queen. They almost kill Ironheart. Uh, and Shuri is left now as the ruler of Wakanda, and there's still no way to do it. Uh, she, however, uh, was given uh, was given a necklace by Namor as a peace sign. The, the 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 bracelet that he gave her has traces of the heart shaped herb. So now she takes that. Now she can actually break down the genetic material, and she makes a heart shaped herb. She takes a heart shaped herb. And this is the big thing, is when she takes a heart-shaped herb, she is a woman of science who does not believe in the spiritual. So when she takes it, she thinks, I'm either not going to see anything, or I'm going to see my family, the people that I love. I'm going to see the queen. I'm going to see my father. I'm going to see my brother. And it doesn't. It goes completely the other way. When she takes a heart-shaped herb and she goes and visits the ancestral plane, 
she sees Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger there. And it's great. It's such a great twist uh, because he's, it's, it's, it's exactly who it needs to be. Um, And he explains why everybody else before him was faulted. And I have just a little clip that I can only play like a few seconds of that. So that we won't get banned, but let me, this is him explaining what happened uh, or why she needs to be different. This is One Ticket TV. T'Challa was too noble. She let the man who murdered your father live. And here you stand. Are you going to be noble like your brother? Or take care of business? Like me. Anyway, she ends up waking up, uh, and she doesn't tell anybody that she saw Killmonger. She says, I didn't see anything. But now she has the powers of the Black Panther. So, of course, she's super strong, she's super fast, and she has the same powers that her brother has. So she dons the Black she dons the Black Panther armor, uh, which looks great, but she has the black and gold, uh, kind of like Killmonger. So it, it's, it becomes a whole... Uh, situation where she knows that she has a dark side to her. And apparently I'm getting a hundred different emails all at the same time. <laughs> all right. So I believe it's stopping. Now. All right. Anyway. Uh, so now, of course, she's going to go and capture Namor uh, and bring the war to an end. So they set out on this big, huge uh, boat and uh, they go after uh, they go after uh, Namor. They set a trap for him. He comes out, and there's a one-on-one battle between uh, Namor and uh, Shuri, the new Black Panther. Uh, it's really, really brutal. I was, uh, I, I, I was really, really impressed with how they did this. Uh, and then, of course, uh, she gets him to yield. Uh, they declare, "Okay, we're we're." No longer enemies. We're in an alliance together. Talikans, time to go home. Uh, the Wakandans go home, and we have an end to the story. We have an end to the movie. Uh, beyond that, there's it, there's a little bit more. Ironheart, Riri goes home. Uh, you know, Shuri, uh, she is the Black Panther, but of course she does not want the mantle of the throne, and she goes over to uh, uh, Haiti with um, with Nakia. To bury, uh, to uh, say goodbye to her brother T'Challa and her mom and the rest of her family and everything like that. And of course, uh, what you find out is that Nakia and T'Challa had a son right before the snap, and he survived the snap. So he, T'Challa has a six-year-old son now. It's it's a great part of the movie. Uh, it's the epilogue part of the movie, and you finally get to see it. And it is one of those things that you really really enjoy. Uh, and that is Black Panther. Uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go over the actual significance of what was great about this and why people are upset about this movie and, and what, what the problem was. Hey, everybody. So for the second segment, I thought I'd go over um, what was so, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So um, 
<clears throat> in doing uh, a little bit of internet research, I noticed that uh, Black Panther Wakanda, Wakanda Forever was review was review bombed. Um, so we got a lot of negative reviews. Um, some of it was saying that that uh, that the native uh, that the native uh, that the, the indigenous Mexican American tribes, uh, the Mayans, the Aztecs that, that they're referring to in here, are not uh, they, they don't look right. Um, but of course, the pictures that were that accompanying this were the pictures of the, of the Avatar people. So I don't I'm not exactly what, sure what they were talking about or whether this was just being absolutely stupid and racist. So uh, having said that. Uh, there, there is a lot. There, there, there is something very controversial about uh, about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and it is it, it is a lot of subtext. Um, so it, it's not out, outwardly saying a lot of things, but for what's the word I'm looking for? For those who have a white nationalist mind or a white nationalist mindset. The coming together of these ideas are very, very dangerous. Um, specifically, the idea, or I mean, it, it is essentially, uh, it, it is the African uh, people coming together with the uh, with, with with the native uh, with the native uh, uh, with with the native uh, with the Native American people coming together. Um, you can you can say it as as obviously as you want to, but if you're putting the blacks and the Mexicans together, that's exactly what whites don't want. Uh, so I can see how this got review bombed easily, easily. Um, how ha having said that, and the other thing was is that 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 the uh, that, that the Mayans didn't look correct. They looked exactly they, they looked exactly the way they they did. Um, what happens is is that they ingest the blue. Um, they ingest the blue-shaped herb uh, as as ancestors, and they wake up and they're not. And because the the plant that they found was underwater, uh, they're not able to breathe oxygen anymore. So their body their bodies turn blue. They go into the water. They they go down below the surface, and their and their bodies and their skin turns to the regular temperature. So that they all look they all look like their regular body uh, skin type when they're way down below there when they're in the uh when they're in the kingdom of talokan everybody looks everybody looks like everybody looks latin american everybody looks mexican in that it, it's really really easy to see uh namor looks great i love how they how they gave it the idea also there's a lot of things in here so uh of course when namor is talking about uh how his people were treated and he comes back to bury his mom 200 years later and of course, um, slavery has taken taken over all of, of Central and, and Central and, and, and North America. Um, and slavery in slavery in the in the U.S. It's not the same thing uh, the, as chattel slavery in the U.S. Slavery in from Portugal and Spain uh, was literally they worked the they worked the the American or the Native American tribes there to death. Um, the Mayans, Aztecs, those those tribes that were originally here uh, in in the 1500s were wiped out completely. Like, like only two percent of that population survived. So of course, then they had to bring in their African African slaves and start doing that. But anyway, uh, so he goes back, he sees the slavery, 
uh, and he kills the, the plantation and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, that's where he gets his name. Uh, El Hijo Sin Amor. El Hijo Sin Amor. The child without no love. Uh, so, yeah. So he's a child without love. Uh, that's how they That's how they quantify him having the name or name. Um, I have no idea how Marvel actually came up with it. I really thought this was kind of lame. Um, but I also understand that Ryan, uh, Ryan Coogler that, that did this, he was really working with a lot of different things. Uh, the, the idea of where Namor was had always been to make him uh, Latin American, Hispanic. Uh, but I do not know um, what it was going to be because there was, we had heard about they had teased a totally different meeting between Namor and the Black Panther uh, in what was Avengers Endgame. Or uh, not Endgame. Uh, yeah, it was Endgame. Not Infinity War, it was Endgame. They teased uh, Namor in Endgame, but we didn't actually hear about it. Um, so there was supposed to be something totally different. So I understand that they really had to play around with the uh, script. And that's been a big thing. That's been a big reoccurring problem with Marvels in Phase Four, is a lot of rewriting and having to change things. And they have, when everything worked well within that basic Marvel timeline, until they introduce the the, the time travel aspect of it, and you you start having the multiverse effect, and and this whole second, uh, this whole second phase is all about Kang and, and the multiverse effect and the multiverse saga and that's great and everything like that but the problem with with, with that whole with, with with the whole multiverse saga is it it kind of breaks up and you don't know you kind of lose track of where you're supposed to be at in the timeline and I guess that's that, that would be like a regular thing that would really happen um, if you were jumping across timelines and everything like that jumping across universes you'd have a hard time uh, remembering or wondering where you're at because literally you would be, <clears throat> literally there are a multitude, um, an infinite amount of universes just like yours where something you know, only very insignificantly different happens ever and it wouldn't affect you in any way, shape, or form. So you wouldn't have any idea whether or not you've traveled to another universe or not. So really interesting aspects of things and everything like that. I, 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 I like that. But as you can see, this is a real big problem with Marvel because they're just having to. They're now they're just starting writing on top of writing, and they're just trying to. Uh, they're, they're putting band aids over holes in the story. Um, so I can understand where that is a problem. Having said that, uh, Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, he did a great job with the first one. He did an absolutely excellent job with the second one. The the Dora Milaje are, are still just as awesome. Uh, you know, Shuri as the new Black Panther, I like her. You can tell she worked out. She got in shape for this role. Um, Michael B. Jordan's in this again. Um, who else? Uh, uh, every, everybody is is still in this. From uh, what's her name? Uh, the uh, the Julia Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld. She's she's been in a couple of the series. She, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She was also uh, in the Black Widow movie and a couple other spots. Uh, she plays Contessa da 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 Fontaine. Uh, she's one of the big 
hire up uh, U.S. people, uh, U.S. federal agent type of people in in the, the defense in the Marvel universe. So we'll meet her again. She's also in this movie along with Martin Freeman. So this it, it really this really gets to be a, a really good movie. Uh, I really really liked it. You should go check it out. Um, and obviously, uh, it's setting up to have uh, Namor join the Avengers with Shuri. Uh, so they'll be working together in, in another movie or another upcoming project. So uh, we're all seeing how this is going to expand. And that's really going to be it. Um, from here on out, that's, about, that's pretty much going to be it. So, yeah. All right. So we're done with this episode today. Uh, next week, I have no idea. It's going to be a total new surprise. Maybe I'll have a guest on. Maybe not. We'll see how things are going. Uh, and from that will be, uh, that will be it. So that'll be February 14th. That'll be Valentine's day. So, uh, until then we'll talk, uh, we'll do a quick Valentine's day, uh, segment and, and things of that nature. I'll recap, recap. Oh my gosh. Everything that was happening in, in the bad batch. And, uh, we'll see where we'll, we'll go from there. So. Uh, until then, from deep in the Jedi archives, everyone, go in peace.